the black sweater memo. was that? Hello, Queer Coteers! It's Evil Jeff, and we're on the 86th episode of Comic Book Queers. What the fuck was that that we just listened to, fellow co-host, co-host Brett? Um, well, I forgot that when I took my paid-for photo at C2E2 with Paul Rudd, that I secretly <laughs> was running the audio record on my phone the vo- from the Voice Memos app, and I had it in my back pocket um, so I could capture that moment with Paul Rudd in audio as well as still photography. Wow. So what was going through your head when you're like, I want to record this moment? Were you planning to jerk I, off to it later or what? No, I just wanted to preserve my interaction with, with Paul Rudd and remember what the whole 10 seconds was like. Okay. Do you know what else preserved it? The picture you took no. that you paid for <laughs> The picture captured one of those 10 seconds. I wanted the other nine. Um, I just love that I didn't recognize your voice almost at first. It was you. It's that thing where people, when you talk to someone higher status than you, you don't talk in your normal voice. Totally. You're just like, Hel- ass kissing. Hello. How are you? Hey. Oh my god! Hi, hi. ask Kissy. And he was like, "We want to fucking do the perfect strangers." He was like, "This guy was incredible. He's awesome. This guy is awesome." And then when they walked away, he was like, "That guy was awesome. Oh my god, super gay though." Yeah, he was like, "What's up with Miss Thing over there?" <laughs> After hearing that, maybe I shouldn't have led with sexy. That seemed a little predatory. Oh, did you say sexy? Yeah, I was like, do you want to do like a sexy pose? You want to do like, and I forgot what the thing uh, I said oh, afterwards. Oh, right. Like, or you're like, do you want to put, take your dicks out and touch them? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, let's just do perfect strangers. He's like, get, get the fuck away from me. I wonder, do you think Paul Rudd had a same-sex experience when he was in college or something like that? Totally. This is what I think happened. I think Paul Rudd is such a nice guy. And while he was like in drama school or whatever he went to. Whatever drama school he went to. There was probably some kid that had a super big crush on him. And the guy, they were all drinking. And one night they were alone in his dorm. And then the guy hit on him. And then Paul Rudd was probably like, you know what? I could push this guy off of me and tell him I'm straight. I'm not into this. Or I could just go with it. And I think he just went with it. I think he'd be like, you know what? This guy needs a win. Yeah. I'm going to provide it. And that's like, he's such a nice guy that he'll have gay sex even when he doesn't want to. To increase someone's self-esteem. Right. And if anyone completely the impression I got. And if someone was like Brett and decided to record that 
moment. Creepy. So creepy. Please send it to us. Or just send it to me personally. I won't release it. Anyway, so enough of my predatory behavior. Let's talk about Let's talk about comics. Let's talk about comic book stuff. Why don't we go into uh, there is a penultimate to the season finale of a show and it was really fucking good. Yeah, Doom Patrol continues to just be one of my favorite TV things ever. Yeah. It's really good. Even even my husband's into it. And he's not into that. He's not into the stuff. My boyfriend's brother came to visit and he was like, oh, I'll watch this with you. And he had no idea what was going on. He knew a little bit about DC. So he knew some of the characters. But he was like, he was like laughing the whole entire time because it was like, I was like, oh, wow, you could kind of jump into this series at any point because it's that good. I think this last episode definitely had my favorite scene in the series ever. Which one? You know the one. <laughs> the one where Flex Mentallo, when he's trying oh, to Oh, made everybody to... come. <laughs> he made everybody come. He even made Danny the Street come. Like, I, I was surprised when we just saw Danny the Street. I never thought we'd see Danny the Street ejaculate. I know, right? Oh, thank God. Something. It's like I didn't know I needed to see that, but then I did. And then it was so sad where, where Robot Man was, like, pretending. He faked an orgasm so he wouldn't feel left out. Oh. oh that's really sad. That really makes you understand his plight. Uh, I uh, just realized we forgot to do something else. What? They, we did not watch, speaking of like great t- sh- TV shows that we liked, uh, a Marvel TV show released a new trailer, and I haven't watched it yet. What? Legion. <gasps> I have watched it. Oh, you did watch it? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm actually having it play right now, so I can't hear anything, but I'm looking at all of the visuals, and it looks pretty fucking crazy. It looks really fucking crazy. It looks like they, um, what's the memory guy? It looks like they make him a robot. Like his consciousness yeah. is inside the computers. Yeah. So there'll be a, like a Android version of him. Okay. And then he's all like a cult leader, hippy dippy. And then it had Audrey Plaza as like Alice in Wonderland. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it too. Um, but but I don't not, know if it could be as good as Doom Patrol. I think Legion was like, oh, here's the quirky comic book show. But I feel like Doom Patrol kind of upped the level. I mean, in a weird way, Legion is definitely more Lynchian and weird. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, but Doom, Doom Patrol is weirder yet more digestible. Yes. Especially, like, it's fun watching it with someone who was just like, what is this street? And I'm like, oh, it's a genderqueer street. What? Who's that other guy? Oh, he can open up portals by flexing muscles. <laughs> Who's that other guy? If he eats a beard, he can track wherever the person's been. It's like the power <laughs> sets are so fucking amazing. So good. It's so good. It's great. And so I think I've always remembered that Niles Calder is kind of a bastard 
And oh, I think yeah. that's, and that's the, the big, big reveal. Re- the big reveal at the end. I mean, I saw it. I, I never really, I knew he was a bastard, but it wasn't until he's like, tell them the truth that I was like, oh, fuck, he did this to all of them. Yeah, and I think that is in the comic. I think my memory jogged. I was like, oh, wait, he Does did he- like a Mr. Glass thing. But did he do it to all of them? Like in the comics? Is yeah. he like for... I think so. I think <gasps> I think it's it comes out that he orchestrated it all. Fuck, what do you do? That's crazy. He leaves after that, or he dies? Oh I gotta I gotta read Wikipedia or the book. I want do we know whether he's going to be in the uh whether he's gonna be in the in the second season? We don't know. He's a big star. He's probably very expensive. Oh, Timothy Dalton? No. He's a big star. A big star. What, what has he been in since the James Bond movies? He, but he was James Bond. And, like, but not, not even, he's not even in the top two James Bonds. Oh, God. Who is George Lazenby? <laughs> Sean Connery and Daniel Craig are the top two. Daniel Craig. I would though. even put Oof. I would even put fucking uh Pierce Brosnan above Timothy Dalton. Oh, for sure. Timothy Dalton was the worst of the Bonds. No, I hated oh, what's his name? Uh Roger Roger, Roger Moore? Moore. I hated him. <gasps> what? Why'd you say it like that? Do you like him? I yeah. That's just because you grew up with like That's view to exactly the view to correct. a kill. It's like you can like the Grace Jones character in the, the Duran Duran song. One, Moonraker. It's a view to a kill. Anyway. Did you did you ever think Simon LeBon was attractive? No. Me neither. I was never attracted to anyone in Duran Duran because I am attracted to men. And here's the thing. In the 80s, all the way through the 80s, whether it was the new wave uh, singers like Duran Duran or if it was like heavy metal singers, they all pumped, like primped up their hair and put on makeup. And I just wasn't attracted to it. They all looked like ladies. Yeah, there's no like heavy metal or hard rock hairband member that like, I would ever that I was ever attracted to. And that was when I was at my horniest. Do you know that who was like eighth grade? I was the most attracted to. The fucking Beastie Boys. Thank you. Adam you got Horowitz. a you got a fight for your right to party. Is that who's the one who had the red the red shirt and the baseball cap in that video? Yeah, that's it. Adam Horowitz. I remember watching it at my sister going. Oh my god, he was the hottest. He's really cute, and me thinking to myself, but not saying it out loud. Fuck yeah, he is. And and of course, in 1989, there was my new crush which was someone named Marky Mark and his funky bunch. Marky Mark changed all of our lives. I just explained that to a a younger person at work. They were like, she was like, who's somebody said like something about Marky Mark. And she was like, who's Marky Mark. And they were like, it's Mark Wahlberg. Uh, And I was like, Marky Mark changed my life. (laughs) That was was my answer. Marky Mark changed my life. Seriously. Who would you say was your biggest fantasy in like, probably we kind of were able to start masturbating by around like 1990. 
who was your biggest fantasy at that point? Anyone? Superhero? Like, fiction, nonfiction, actor, singer, neighbor? It was absolutely Ravishing Rick Rude from the then-called WWF ah! professional wrestler. Ravishing <laughs> professional wrestler. Rick Rude? Oh, God. I have to look it up. I need to see what he looks like again. You're going to you're gonna love it. Oh, my God. I mean, he is. I would totally fuck him. With his big mustache? Oh, Oof. my God. Is he dead now? He is dead. He is oh. dead. He died a long time ago. Wow. Do you know who mine was? Mine was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, baby. I told oh, baby. you how the first Playgirl magazine I ever stole was had Jean-Claude Van Damme on the cover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was worth being caught and outed as long as I could see him naked. And then he wasn't even naked. Oh, God. Let's get to some news. All right. Comic book news. What do we got? What are the hot items? What's the hot gossip? in comic book news? There's some more reveals um, in Major X. <laughs> are Major- you still reading? No, I just am. I'm just. I'm. That's my fake out news. Um, oh my god, you got you had me. No, he. Re, no, but there is. He reveals like his version of the future Submariner, as if anyone cares about present Submariner. Submariner is like the fetch of Mean Girls. Like, stop trying to make it happen. No one gives a shit. Do you think we're going to see him in the MCU? I, I hope not. Do you think they set him up with that whole like earthquake underneath the ocean line? Oh God, I in, hope not. Do you think he'll be in Black Panther too? Uh I mean, if do they do that, set up the Illuminati, it would make sense that Namor was there. But I do, do feel you think he, Black Panther. Do you think it'll introduce us to Atlantis, Black Panther two? I do like that idea, but then you have to have Namor, and I hate him. Yeah, but he has to be a part of it if they're going to just, I mean, he's. What if you have Namor in Atlantis and you have to have Sue Storm? What if you have Namor and you, and you have to all of a sudden say he's the first mutant? And someone's like, what's a mutant? And they're like, oh, we keep, we've been keeping that a secret. And then the camera just does this quick swish pan and you see Emma Frost with a martini going, did somebody call my name? And then and you and, Gemma Chan. and then we just explode. Um. Who and do we you... miss out on the, <laughs> the whole X Men franchise in the MCU. <laughs> Who do you want to play uh, Emma Frost? Oh, Gemma Chan. That's right. I kind of want Cersei. <gasps> Ooh. But I would be I've down loved, with any of those. I've loved her since Gossip, that movie Gossip with Norman Reedus and James Marston. And Cersei. Never, I never saw that. Oh, my God get on it i want to say like late 90s early 2000s late 90s oh wow she must have been a youngin she was such a youngin and so was james marsden was i think was when i discovered him i was like oh that face do you remember when james marsden and scott speedman did a gay movie and then you rented it and they didn't even do anything yep and he was like you gave my wife aids or yeah it was all about giving each other aids and i'm like if you're going to have a gay movie about AIDS, at least show me someone getting it. Like, 
Give me some of the goods. Don't just have AIDS and that be the gay thing. No. That movie was the biggest letdown of all time. Ah. Uh, anyway, news. X-Men news. There is X-Men news. We have a new look at uh, Hickman's House of X and Powers of Ten. There's a new picture. Brett, would you like to describe this picture? No, because I feel you're the one looking at it. Oh, okay. There is like an orchid, and it's basically a four panel. And the first person at the orchid, it looks like Colossus's arm picking an orchid. And then suddenly you see Storm, who it looks like, um, carrying the orchid. And this looks like Storm's, uh, like, like, like Australia outfit? Or is this like her... It's her X-Men Red outfit, I think. Oh, okay. And then, this is where it gets a little more confusing, and then suddenly she's carrying the orchid and it's in a potted plant. Next thing we see, the orchid is in like a weird space potted, like a space pot, and it's on the moon, it looks like, and it looks like Nightcrawler is digging it out because the per- it's the person's has only four fingers, and like white gloves, which is Nightcrawler's thing. And then in the last one, we see another orchid and it looks like it's being planted by armor in the jungle somewhere. What is that about? I think I know. What? Tell me, is it ashes? The X-Men are moving to Mars. Ugh. I thought they were to Mars? That's too far away. I think the X-Men are moving to Mars because a lot of Hickman's Avengers and Fantastic Four stuff took place on Mars, which, thanks to the character X-Nilo, is this green, lush garden of a planet. But but it takes five years to get there. Oh, God, they're X-Men. Well, I guess it takes five. I mean, they get to the Shi'ar in like half an hour choosing now to be realistic about space travel. I know, all right, I know, I know. That's I know. I'm realizing now that I'm full of shit. They're like, where's Layla Cheney? We need some interstellar teleportation. Where is Leela Cheney? Did she die? Did Leela Cheney die? She legacy virus? No. You looking that up? I am looking it up. But what I don't like them moving to Mars. I don't like that. Well, we don't know why. You might like the reason why. I've, I have a feeling I'm going to hate... Here's my prediction. I'm going to hate Hickman's run, and you are going to love it, and then we're going to get into huge fights, and it will be great podcasting. I think that is absolutely what is in our future. <laughs> July is the beginning of the end, my friend. Um, what happened to her? Did she teleport somewhere and no one knows? She retains her mutant abilities after M-Day, Leela becomes an unwilling pawn for the mutant known as Legion. The plan, as encountered by British operative Pete Wisdom, seems to be Legion is using Leela and other mutants to completely obliterate England. However, this is um, a feint. Leela is forced to explain to Wisdom that it was a grand series of public relations incidents, many that did stop quite genuine violent acts intended to show England now accepts mutants. What the fuck? When did that fucking happen? I have no idea. That happened uh, to X-Men Legacy in 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, when X-Men Legacy was about Legion. 
and like Rachel and Rogue, right? Yeah. So that was the last of Leela Cheney. What was her band called? I literally just got a Leila Layla- Cheney t-shirt and I can't remember. Okay, here's your hint. I have, I have a hint for you. Um, it's an there. It's a, an animal that's in your probably in your room right now. Oh, it's laughing cat. Cat's laughing. Cat's laughing. Oh. Anyway. Um, I'm going to hate this Hickman one, but there's another picture for, that was House of X. And then for Powers of Ten, we see like, it looks like this is in the 60s. And I'm assuming this is Moira. Ooh. And she's like sitting on a bench. And then there's these three murals. And it, and it's like pictures of the weird Colossus magic merger and then the weird red red nightcrawler character and then a weird like beam going down into a a city and then it just cuts back to Moira just like staring at these murals which this doesn't help anyone at all sounds like a big big story to me it just feels big I think he's gonna put the X-Men back on the map And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the theme of our show moving forward. <laughs> Those last few sentences. When's the next Uncanny X-Men coming out where we see Emma Frost? I hope next week. Oh, I can't wait. I sent Brett a like a meme. A Game of Thrones meme with Emma Frost. It was perfect. And uh, basically, it's like with Daenerys being like, hey, remember how I was like set up to be this like amazing hero? And then just at the very end, they turned me into a genocidal maniac. <laughs> and then what does Emma Frost say? Does she like say like get in line or something? Or I think it's like, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, dear. welcome to the club, dear. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones happened. Yeah, it did. And it I did. just um, want to and you don't watch it. So but I didn't watch it. OK. People have been talking about how awful it is, how terrible it is. And I was just like, everyone just calm down. Let them finish it. And now that it's finished, I can truly say that it is awful. It was really bad. I saw a lot of the cast was like, yeah, when interviewed, like, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it it's happened. very good. Yeah, it's like they had a gun to their head. Like, uh, it is genius. (laughs) I will say I have never been so bored watching a series finale. Like, I was literally bored. It was boring. Like, I'm just like, what's happening? And everyone just had really lame send-offs. It basically was like as if the the writer-directors they had horrible diarrhea and had to finish writing it so that they could just go shit. (laughs) And they're like, there, that's good enough. It's done. It's done. It's done. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it's, it was just bad. It was just badly told. And I don't even mind where everything ended up. Spoilers. Weird. Bran, the three eyed Raven is the new took the throne, which made no sense. 
and uh, it, it was stupid. It's dumb. I saw the Battle of Winterfell, and I thought Bran was going to do some cool thing. You know, the quiet guy with all the powers in the corner always does the cool thing. Well, he does a thing called warging, where he possesses yeah. the... He should have warged the dragon. There's literally That's... a million cool things that I thought of, and you're like... Nope, yeah. they didn't think of it. It's because these writers are not smart enough to write things on their own without the book. As soon as the book ended, they <sighs> fucked up. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, sad. Anyway, so Game of Thrones sucked balls. and uh, But people are, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, well, what are you going to do? And but other people are literally like, we need to shoot the season again. And you're like, oh, no, with, those, that's, with their petitions. That's not how that works. What's the other, peti- Unless other it's petition Roseanne. going around? <laughs> What's the other petition going around? Not there's Danny DeVito as Wolverine, which I completely agree with and might sign, but there's another, <laughs> it might just be to rewrite game of Thrones and to recast. Oh, recasting Brie Larson. I saw that again. Why? What's wrong with Brie Larson? <laughs> She's great. That's dumb. I mean, let's give her her regular hair back. <laughs> oh oh people are really mad about uh here's news the new batman have we talked oh, about that no that is the other peti- that's the, the other petition okay first Robert of, first of all pattinson has been has just been cast as the new batman and let me just say this if people are angry because he was in the twilight movies A lot of people were in the Twilight movies and they're capable of doing other movies. And if you watch Robert Pattinson in other films, he's a good actor. This upcoming film, The Lighthouse, looks amazing. Um, I don't know if anyone ever saw Good Time, but it's amazing. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. And Twilight was 11 years ago. And have you seen recent pictures of him shirtless? Hot. He can be Batman. And in Twilight, he was like dark and brooding. Hello, Batman. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's my judge, yeah, the guy, Judy. The guy, the guy that played the vampire that turns into the bat would be a horrible choice for Batman. I know, right? Everyone needs to shut the fuck up. Just let someone do it. I didn't see every... Like, if you want to protest, protest something real. Like Jared Leto playing the Joker. Where was all the protest then? It's because people are so stupid. They saw those tattoos. They were like, oh, that's so cool. How do you feel? Have we talked about uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix? Garbage. You feel it's going to be garbage? I'm torn. Here's my thing is, I think it could be a good movie. But the real thing is, is what's the point of it? Someone already fucking won an Oscar for this. What are we doing this for? just uh, we're at the point now where we've just run out of fucking ideas a friend of mine said the only way he would accept this movie is if at the end of the movie the main character Joaquin Phoenix meets and is killed by the real Joker (laughs) which is like a a, like a CGI uh, Heath Ledger (laughs) oh you know what though Uh, uh a mediocre guy who thinks he's funny but is not as the villain i'll buy it are you talking about joaquin phoenix yeah because that's also he's also white men well also he was part of the whole me too thing with what's his name the casey affleck 
so tired. The women, the women that accused Casey Affleck, it was all on Joaquin's movie, and he was out cheating on his wife and fucking all these women too. So he's a fucking garbage person. Even though I did have a crush on him in Parenthood when I was a child. Well, I thought remember he was and Keanu Reeves camp. and Keanu Reeves taught him how to masturbate. In what movie? Parenthood. Oh, yeah. Diane Weist, Keanu Reeves, Martha Plimpton, Joaquin Phoenix is a lovely little family. I need to watch that movie again. Anyway, uh, fuck them. Fuck Joaquin. No, it would have been a better Joker movie. The, um, The one where Batman dies and the mom becomes Joker and the dad becomes Batman. Where Bruce Wayne dies. Oh, he gets shot in the alley? Yeah. What's what 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 universe is that? I don't know. That's is I think that's um Marvel? What? No Marvel. I'm wrong. What's the one where everybody die where everybody dies? What's the DC uh, world where everybody gets killed and there's a video game? Unjust Injustice? Oh, yeah, Superman's bad. Is that that one? Maybe. I, I don't, don't fucking know. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Didn't you read any DC books? I did. I read Dial H for Hero. Ew! Ew! I read a DC book, too. Well, Dial H for Hero, I started with number three, so I was a little confused, but <laughs> pretty much picked it <laughs> I pretty much picked it up. Um, Who's the hero? Well, it was, it's, it's a phone. It's a rotary phone. And uh, first this cop had it who was trying to take it to a bad guy. But then the kid who had it, his like female friend and partner and sidekick took it and she turned into a hero. So now she has it. But then we found out the original kid or person that had it was um, Robbie Reed, like like back in the 40s or 60s whenever Dial H for Hero was invented and he's an old man now and he's going after them to get it. Wait, do you, when you have the phone you turn into a superhero? Well, you dial it, yeah. Thus the title. But you actually dial it and then you don't have to hold on to the phone or anything? Um, No, because when the sidekick, when the girl takes it away from the cop, the cop remains in her hero form. Or her villain form. It's very weird. That's why I like the concept. It's a weird concept. Also, I think a lot of it should be, oh, I need to become a hero, but I don't know how to use a rotary phone. (gasps) Did you see that video recently of kids... Yes. Being given a rotary phone and not and told to dial the number. Not understanding. Yeah. Nobody would know how to be dial H for hero because no one knows how it works. No. And then I even saw one where it wasn't even a rotary phone. It was just like a pound phone. But they were asking them, like, how do you get on the Internet? And they were like trying to figure out how to like text. They're like, how do you text on here? And they're like, I don't know. Where do you see it was just oh my god so it should i don't know i'd like to do a reboot called touchtone 
H for hero. <laughs> Press. Siri, Siri H for hero. <laughs> Siri H for hero. And that's funny if he's just like, Siri H. And she's like, hat. And he's like, no, H. Ache. Do you have an ache? Should I call a doctor? No, H. <laughs> and that's the whole ongoing series. Every book, every book is just a continuation of that conversation. Um, what? How many oohs do you give it? Um, I give it ooh 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 three. I was like, eh. I read the latest action comics, and I am so over this plot line. It's literally this weird underground cabal called Leviathan is basically killing all of the Secret Service spies all throughout America. And Lois Lane's dad is like in the hospital and Lois Lane and Superman and Amanda. What's her name? Amanda Collar? Waller. Waller. They're all involved. It's just boring and i don't care and they've they narrowed it down to like four characters and one of them is the leviathan bad guy and i'm at the point where i'm just like i don't care it's boring isn't isn't that what they did with the like the red cloud thing it was like it could yeah. be the yes because that's in the superman comics or was that in action comics i don't know they both i mean they're both just i don't know they're both ew 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 i'm done with it Brian Michael Bendis, start a new story. I'm done. God, give it to Brian K. Vaughn. Right. Oh, I have a good segue from Brian K. Vaughn if we're done talking about stupid DC. We are. I think, and this has rarely happened, that someone has uh, taken over Brian K. Vaughn comic, and I actually think it's better. I feel like you're talking about Runaways. I am talking about Runaways. It is so good. I really want you to fucking read it so I can talk oh, about it with you. Oh, God. Don't bother me. What happened in the latest? Okay, so the last one, Victor, who just had, like, a Doombot body, is, like, super depressed, and he keeps thinking that he's going to murder everybody and become, like, with, like, Ultron programming. So in the end, he rips his head off of his Doombot body, fills a bathtub, and throws his head into the bathtub. This whole issue is Chase trying to shop for groceries while everyone is bothering him with texts, and Carolina going to her therapy appointment, and it's just bouncing back and forth between all of that. And the whole time... Gert is like, where is Victor? No one can find him. And then they're all looking for him. And finally, in the end, Chase is like, I need to go take a shower. And they're like, oh, just use the one by the pool. And he's like, no one ever uses that bathroom. And he goes into the bathroom and he opens it up and screams. But instead, he just sees an empty tub and the Doombot body. Oh, and before that, a girl asks him out in the grocery store, and Chase says, no, I have a girlfriend. Even though Gert is going out with Victor and is not his girlfriend. So he is still, he's waiting for her to become 18 so they can be together again. Crazy. Isn't that fucked up? So Chase discovers the robot body, and he's like, oh my God, where is Victor? He runs into Gert's room, 
Victor is now fully human and basically having sex with Kurt. And Chase walks in on them. And that's the end of the issue. I love this comic! It's so good! So he wasn't killing himself, he was just turning himself human. That sounds incredible. And, oh, so he was like just adding water in order to grow a body? I don't, I'm sure they'll maybe explain exactly what he did. Love it. But it's just so sad where this girl like asked Chase out and he's like, no, I have a girlfriend. And she's like, well, if anything changes and he goes, no, it will never change. But you know, it's like, oh God, but they're not together anymore. It's so sad. Oh, this, and there's no fighting in this. There hasn't been fighting in like three books. And it's so good. It's so good. I, I love, love that it. the concept of Runaways is like not that they're a superhero team, but they're like on the road together, like trying to make. They're just trying, trying to, to live. They're just trying to yeah. survive. I like that. And like with Molly, her thing now is she's just not going to school. And they're like, you have to go to school. She's like, why? No, I don't want to. And she's like turning all goth, which I kind of like. It's just really good. Read it. Read it. Fine. I, I need you to read, read that, and I need you to read Paper Girls. I can't read those because I'm too busy actually reading the War of the Realms books. All right, I'll read that if you read Runaways. Um, What's happening latest, in War of the Realms? Well, the latest War of the Realms one-shot, it focuses on the team that's going to rescue Thor from the Frost Giant world, and so that team is Wolverine, Spider-Man, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, um, and Captain America. And yeah. they're all like, um, they the Valkyries' horses did not die in the slaughter of Valkyries. So the, the horses like offered themselves up to this team um, to serve and to fight with them. So it's basically just those five characters riding around like this you know, frost giant ice world on so flying horses. Is the main character Valkyrie dead? She <clears throat> is dead. Shit. Do you think all of them are going to be resurrected somehow? No. That seems like a very big thing of like, oh, there's no more Valkyries. That just seems like a very big plot point. And if that is true, which I am fine with, I want it to be way more important that Danny Moonstar is the last fucking Valkyrie. Well, it's Jane Foster. That's why all of this is happening. Because you think she's going to be a Valkyrie? She is going to be Valkyrie. Yeah. It's already confirmed. She's the star of the Valkyrie title. Oh, all right. Well, well, then... Danny Moonstar is just like, well, fuck my drag. Like, what the fuck? Thank you. Well, it doesn't matter. She's either going to, she's probably going to die. <laughs> they cannot. Well, can we talk about the X-Men War of the Realms? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I love it. But here's the thing. Don't introduce a huge plot twist to a character that has already been killed off in another comic. The Wolfsbane. Don't be like, Wolfsbane, there's my husband and kid. Yeah, well, you're dead. So I guess nothing happens with that unless they're from they're dead. Maybe she purposely went to join them. <gasps> I was just. I was oh just my god! There. I just I, thought that. Ah! I just went there too. I just went there too. Oh my god! What if the end of World of the Realms is she's like, I'm gonna join you. Don't worry, I'm gonna go get myself killed. <gasps> yep. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god! Because he writes both of them, right? It's totally going to happen. Yes, Fucking it does. Hickman, you even think you can be as good as Matthew Rosenberg? How dare you? You try it. Try it. It's so good. But 
So that's wonderful. So I, I think you're right. I think we're right about that. No one else is wonderful. Hope doing a million dupes of herself using Madrox's power. Yeah, that's great. Ah! Do you know what's not wonderful? Do you are you aware that they've already revealed that someone's gonna die? No, who? So when In War of the Realms? Well, kind of. So in Uncanny, when Karma was quitting and she was talking to Danny, when she's like, I'm I'm rich, I quit. She said she listed names. She's like, I can't take the grief anymore. And she listed all the names of people who had just died. And she said Roberto. Fuck. And Sunspot shows up in War of the Realms Uncanny. And this takes place before. So they've already confirmed that Sunspot's going to die in this book. Has anyone said that in like the Twitterverse or anything? Comic book queers did. But was vague about it. But I feel like that seems like that's just like, how do you get around that? That's like definite. Oh, Sunspot's absolutely going to die in this book. Next issue. It's still Matthew Rosenberg. He's still killing him off. That's crazy. Right? She said Roberto. She was, it was like the first one she named. That's crazy like, killing off Roberto because Roberto is like, he's not just like an X-Men, like a side X-Men character. He's became like a right. main Avengers character. Right. He owned AIM. You think Hickman wouldn't want that to happen? Well, she said he's dead. Fuck. What else is there right. in comics? Did anything else happen uh, in the world of realms? Uh, no, no. Overall, it's a really good. The main book is really good. It's just really good. It's really epic, and there's a lot of drama. It's it's really really good. How about some X Men shit? Oh my god! How about some fucking X Force? Oh, I didn't read that. <laughs> I did. There's a funny moment. Like nothing really happens. It's just, uh, you know, the characters come to the future to save Nathan. His legacy virus is out of control. Um, or not legacy. Is he, what, no, he's the techno-organic virus? Yeah. What? Okay, techno-organic yeah. virus is out of control. It's funny, he's like talking, it's out of control and it's like like snakes, like leaving his body in a weird way, like tentacles. And one of his partners from the future is in the cell next to him. And he's like talking to her, not realizing the tentacles have gone into the other cell. And he's talking to her. Finally, he's like, hey, are you okay? And just goes to the other cell and things are like, have basically enveloped her and suffocated her. (laughs) Always with Nathan. That's always his his deal. But anyway, it's just the Ascani are battling the bat, the strife. And it's it's stupid. There, I just covered it for you. It's pretty stupid. Um, and we'll quickly go through Amazing Nightcrawler. Stupid. Stupid. So that's not even um, Mystique? Well, I guess it's no, not. No, it's Mystique. Megan. It's, but then it's who's Megan that little girl? Is that little girl their daughter? I have no fucking idea. Is, Who does is she that exist girl? In the real? Is she really? I don't a thing? know. I don't, none of this makes sense. And it's going on forever. I can't believe everyone's still brainwashed. And it's only one more issue left and it's oh this is so bad it's so bad at least we get to see hellion yeah he's fun 
It was like, oh, Hellion and Surge. I mean, I am excited for the Northwell issue of Extremists next The North... Week. Wait, what did you call it? I mean, I'm sorry, the North Star. Sorry. Did you call it Northwell? Yeah, that's one of my clients at work. <laughs> overworked. <laughs> Northwell. So and overworked. I want that to be his, like... That's his name out... That's his name outside. Like, he's like, my name is Jean-Philippe Northwell. <laughs> uh... That was dumb. Mr. and Mrs. X is fun. I love it. It's fun. I like I'm I've never been a big Thieves Guild and Assassin's Guild guy. I've never been a big Belladonna person. But you have to have um, Belladonna in it. She's the fucking ex-wife. Yeah, and no, I don't mean her specifically. I just mean that whole that whole creative path. Oh yeah, like, who gives Gambit, a shit? Gambit stuff. I don't care about Gambit stuff. Uh, but this was great. Uh, I will say this. I have been rereading the X-Men. And so I've now just finished Extinction Agenda. And there is a pan and wow, the X Factor artist on there. I don't know who you are, but it was so bad. It was like when Jim Lee just started. And so it was going between X Factor, New Mutants with Rob Liefeld, and then whoever, whatever dumpster fire was drawing X Factor. And it was basically like, you never thought like, it made me go like, wow, Rob Liefeld, isn't that bad? I know exactly the art you mean. Because the and person I say, doing is that, is that Walter Simonson? I don't know who it might have been. It was so bad, and he was so lazy that the covers weren't even covers; they were just lifted from actual pages of the actual comic, put on the cover. Jesus, awful! But the reason I bring it up is it's when Storm is a kid, and she becomes an adult. Um, again, this is like where she becomes an adult. And uh, and after she's an adult, it's the first time she's an adult and she's with Forge again. And he's like, Storm, you're... And she goes, fully grown in all the ways that count or something weird like that. And they just start making out. And then in the background, you see in the like the shadows, Gambit. And this is when Gambit and her had been going around like as thieves. And he was she was like his best friend. But then he goes, I don't like this new turn of events because that Storm's, Stormy's next kiss is going to be with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm like, ew, she, gr- she was a child. And as soon as she grows up, your first thought is, no, I get to fuck her. <laughs> we need more women writing comics. Oh, my God. Anyway. So Mr. and Mrs. X was a delight because I love that Gambit was like, I know Rogue's not going to come save me. She's going to go do, she's going to go be like an, a primary oh, yeah, X-Man. So sweet. And go, it was so sweet. And then she came and rescued him. She's like, I'm not going to go with Scott and Logan. You're my husband. Oh, so sweet. Oh, so nice. But then in the next, it looks like next issue is the last one. Well, fuck me. And that's it. But that's if you think about it, but that's how it is because they're all ending. Everything ends. Do you think it's possible they're going to kill Rogue at the end of this? No. No. Why? 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 I, I just felt it when I was reading the book. I felt it. No. She's too important. There's no way you could kill her off. That's what they said about Sunspot. 
Do you know how mad they were when she died the first time? And she didn't even die. She just went through the fucking Siege Perilous. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Which X-Men has died the most? Has anyone died more than once? Jean. Jean. I guess she's died the most. Xavier, right? No, Xavier's only died once. He just kept leaving for the, leaving the planet. Scott died once. Storm was thought dead but kidnapped by the nanny. Um, Nightcrawler died once. Yeah, I mean, I think the rule is Jean. Jean can just die as many times as she wants. That's what she does. She should. They need to make her like uh, um, Kenny from South Park. She just <laughs> dies in each issue, and then Scott goes. Oh, you bastards. <laughs> oh my God, Jean. someone killed Phoenix. You bastards. That is one thing I really am looking forward to in the Dark Phoenix movie, though. In the commercial, they do show Cyclops go, Gene. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, goodness. Goodness All me. Right, well, I want to wrap up with this indie book that I only started. I didn't finish, Ooh. but I want you I want you to read it too. Okay, what's it called? It's by an indie creator um, by the name of Dash Shaw, and it's by IDW Publishing. What's it and called? It's called Clue Candlestick. Is it new? It's new. I love it's Clue. New. But I love Clue, Clue, Brett. And it's for you. I love Clue. Oh, I'm totally going to fucking read this. It's so fucking weird because there are puzzles in it, too. What? But it's like, you know, I used to read these books called Be an Interplanetary Spy when I was a kid where you had to do puzzles to get to, like, the next chapter of the story. This just, like, features puzzles on pages that you you could do or couldn't do. It doesn't matter. Oh, I love that. It's... It's about Mr. Body inviting everyone to his mansion in order to, he thinks he's going to die soon, and he's got these six precious objects. That's the weapons. That he wants to, it's the weapons, and he wants to give them away to his friends. Um, I love it. And it's it, the first person to die in the beginning is Colonel Mustard, who, when he sees the candlestick, is like, don't no one touch that candlestick. It wants to kill. And then all of a sudden he's shot by somebody. No one saw who. And his last words are, tell Ketchup, I love him. <laughs> but they, they but I thought Mr. Green a- was supposed to be the gay one. Not in this one. It's Colonel Mustard. They actually show him a flashback on a date with this guy. With this guy. With ketchup. Who turns out to be turns out to be ketchup. With uh, uh what's it? Kaiser ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm so gonna fucking read that. Don't tell me anymore because I am gonna read that. I love it. it- it looks pretty I love all things Clue. Know what I did once? I went down a rabbit hole of watching high school performances of the movie Clue, which is a very popular thing for schools to do. Have really? You... Yes. Look it up. 
And it just gives you no hope for the future of acting because these kids, it's like you have the movie, just say it like they do in the movie. Like they're just such bad actors. I bet they're rife with timing issues. Yeah, yeah, lots of timing issues. And because I've watched four different high school performances, it was interesting dealing with how they dealt with all the different rooms. Oh, I mean, I didn't watch them straight through. I'm not that much of a crazy person. And my last Clue shout-out, have you ever played the game It's Better Than the Game Clue, which is Whodunit? No. You need to find... I I have it, but uh, you can probably only get it on eBay. It was made in the 80s. But here's the thing, is because you not only have to figure out who did it, where, and with what, and it's all new rooms, so it's like the parlor, the, the paperweight... You know, Ooh. like in and, and like and the but some of the mur- all the murders are like in the cellar or like in the closet. It's all like these private mm. places. But the fourth thing you have to discover is the motive. Oh, yes. And it's like hatred, jealousy, love, power, insanity. Like it's it's amazing. And the way you do it is you have to find it's. It, there's five adjectives that describe the weapon, five adjectives that describe the motive, the you know, and so on and so forth. And you just shuffle in the beginning and you pick three of the adjectives and those three adjectives will describe one of those objects or places or people. Ooh. And that's how you figure it out. It is the best game. I highly recommend. Find it on eBay and buy it. It's great. Who done it? And the drawings are really good. And thank you to our sponsor, Who Done It? Brought to you by Hasbro. Um, <laughs> when you were talking about re- watching videos of high schools doing Clue, that reminded me of, have you ever done this? Because this is a gift. This is a treat. Have you ever watched um, high school musical Peter Pan fails? Like when a high school or, <laughs> <laughs> or some other organization. No. Is, is it the doing... flying thing failing? Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's the funniest thing on the planet. It's the funniest oh, thing God. on YouTube. I will definitely watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we oh, did it. We did it. I love it. Listen, if you're in need of comic books and comic book conversation, listen to us. We got Subscribe. it for you. We got it for you. We'll venture off into other stuff, too, because we know that you want that. And if you don't, we're incapable of not going on tangents. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and outside, if you would give us a rating on iTunes or the podcast app on your phone, um, that would make us giggle. Um, In the meantime, follow us on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. A lot of quality content there. And remember... If you read comic books, <laughs> well, then that makes you a queer. queer. Bye. Love. Bye. Bye.